everyone. Thanks for joining us on our very first podcast. These Nakinoku Startup Life podcasts are focused on the startup food entrepreneur experience. Nakinoku is a platform for samples of packaged food like barbecue sauce, hot sauce, spice rubs, so you can taste before you buy, reducing food waste. Our premise is that consumers want to connect with the smaller startup brands and founders to buy on values and to discover new flavors in a sustainable way. But as a packaged food industry, uh, we've shut out these smaller founders who are often minority women-owned from the digital sampling experience due to a variety of factors like uh, cost, minimum quantities, and complexity. We found that as we connect with these brands and their founders, we're building friendships and a sense of community. So we want to share some of that with the world, with you, our community of food explorers. For our very first podcast, given it is International Women's Day and Women's History Month, I thought it would be awesome to feature Merle Thomas, my co-founder, wife, and our chief tasting officer. Uh, Merle has a very unique background and brings an in interesting perspective to the table, and it taste buds shape our business. Uh, tasting food is kind of like taking a photograph. Uh, some people just have a natural gift for framing a photograph in the same way. Uh, Merle has a natural gift for tasting flavors and, um, uh, and, and uh, foods. Uh, I'm a techie and I can figure out how to package food safely, but when it comes to tasting food flavors, Merle is the naturally gifted one. Uh, Merle, do you want to tell the nice people a little bit about yourself, your background, kind of your, your um, story so far? Sure. Thanks for having me on your very first podcast. Our first podcast. Our first podcast. Thank you. Um, describe our journey. Wow. Um, you know, it, it's not often that um, I actually get to sit down, stop and think through, um, I guess, nearly the last decade. We've been um, married for 11 years. And I think all things food have been um, the center of a lot of things from like day one of our relationship. And so, um, you know, and I think like connecting to uh, just the opportunity to use food as a way to uh, meet people, understand different cultures. Um, we got started with uh, life outside of the U.S. actually as a couple together. And our first adventure was uh, in New Zealand where we spent a year um, and just learning, you know, how different, um, you know, food is grown, how it's produced, how it's manufactured and how it's appreciated um, in a completely different culture than what uh, the both of us had grown up and uh, been around. Um, and from there, we continue the adventure and the journey um, into Malaysia uh, and Singapore and just getting that exposure to Southeast Asia, um, the culture, the people, again, the food, um, and just how that all, you know, brings everyone together. Um, and so that was the start. Yeah, I think that's the start of our um, food adventures. But... Uh, could you share with us kind of your your um, journey in career? Because I don't think you uh, intended to do food when you graduated from from school. So um, do you want to share with us a little bit about how you ended up in sort of that that industry and where you come from? Sure. Um, thinking back, um, I can definitely say it has not been a linear career path for me. Um, I have a, a master's in public health, 
Um, so uh, over, you know, 15 years ago, um, when I was wrapping up um, graduate school, um, you know, I'm completely passionate about, you know, multiple areas of public health, um, research, women's health, um, and the role of nutrition and food and how that, you know, um, ties into our um, everyday living. And I really thought that's the path that I was going to be in uh, for many years to come. And, uh, you know, faith is a, um, a big role, uh, you know, in our uh, family and in our, in our marriage. Um, and I always, you know, believe that, um, that God had a purpose for uh, why, you know, we actually got a chance to pivot from that or why I did. And so uh, moving um, away temporarily from the public health um, field and exploring um, entrepreneurship, um, because as we lived overseas, I had a chance to pursue um, an MBA with a focus in entrepreneurship, and I had absolutely no idea what I was going to do with this background, with this newly minted degree, um, once I eventually came back um, home to the U.S. And so um, I spent quite a bit of time um, while I was nearing the end of my MBA degree, trying to figure out how this is going to add value uh, to my career. And I can't say that the answers came to me immediately. Um, it took nearly a year of exploration during the time that we were um, in Singapore. And I fell in love with, um, with the country and with some amazing friendships um, that we had made there and the networks that we had started to build out. Um, and that kind of got us started into thinking about our very first um, food-focused business and did a lot of market research during the time that we were there. Yeah, and, you know, going back to uh, public health, I think it's very important um, that whatever we do, you know, we talk about business with purpose, um, that we ultimately add to the world. And it's not just about making money. It's not just about... Um, you know, a, a livelihood, which it's important too. Obviously, we want to make money. We are a business, but it's important that ultimately we have a positive impact on the world. And um, I think one of the key examples of that was when we were at uh, the latest uh, uh, Black History Month. There was a health and wellness fair, and here we are selling barbecue sauces. And it seems incongruous that we're uh, not selling, uh, sorry, uh, sampling barbecue sauces. It seems incongruous, but, you know, barbecue sauce and, and other sauces have gotten a bad rep because, generally speaking, the ones that you find that are made by large companies are often full of sugar and high fructose corn syrup, right? And finding and, and exposing people to brands that are, uh, you know, proud of what they do, are looking to have a positive impact on the world and are, you know, like they, they have such history and such values. I think that's you know, that's important to us as a, as a business and as a brand. Um, and especially now that you are back in the public health arena, I think it's important that we be proud of the business that we build, we pr be proud of the, the things that we do. Um, and similarly, you know, when you, when you talk to, because um, I think that's also, you know, at observing your life, you, you've often been uh, very um, strong on mentorship and um, you know, training the next generation and, and strengthening them in, you know, whether it's doing business or whatever they might be. Do you have any advice for um, maybe a young brand founder or someone who is heading out into the field 
with an expectation that this is what the field uh, and their their future career is going to look like, <laughs> and then and then the twists and turns that come along the way. Sure. Um, well, I, I think definitely one piece I would say is that you know you you take stock of where you are in life. I'm I'm a person, and, and you know Tony, you know this that I, I think about life in seasons, right? And so. When you're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, um, you know, it all looks different, right? And so um, I think what you're able to envision and um, achieve in your 20s looks a lot different than when you're in your 30s. Mm -hmm. And so I think for many um, founders that are in their early years of um, getting an idea and, you know, running with it, um, don't feel like you need to conquer, you know, like two decades of experience and, um, you know, successes and, and all that within the first like three years of starting your business. Right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, take things, you know, in stride, understand, you know, what it is that you can um, accomplish, you know, during this particular season of your life. And from the beginning, always surround yourself with um, strong mentorship. Um, and that doesn't have to be like, you know, 15 to 20 people necessarily. It's not necessarily in the number, but it's in the quality of the people that you surround yourself with that can give you um, solid, um, you know, business advice um, and also solid life advice, yeah. right? I think yeah. the combination of the two um, really make a, a big impact in the way that you then continue um, and build on the vision for the next set of years for your business. Yeah, just to linger on that for a moment, you know, I think that's a big misunderstanding when people get into business for the first time, that somehow business advice and life advice are two separate categories. But I think we've found that, you know, surrounding yourself with a good community, um, but also understanding that your life impacts your business. And you have to give yourself grace in, in all those seasons of life. Like, uh, you know, we'll, go, uh, we'll probably talk about it in a future podcast about our experiences with our first business, which was the Thai curry sauce business, Sarangoon Market, which um, we, you know, loved. We built it from scratch. It was, you know, the, the, our handiwork. But at the same time, we're going through a really tough season of life. And, um, you know, that really impacted the business as well. And I think that's something that's very important to to. Uh, to find mentors who don't just speak to the business side, but also speak into your life about how, uh, you know, how to be a better person, because that's going to impact if you're happy and you're, you know, you're, you're strong and you're feeling confident, that's going to impact your business. I see that difference every day in our current business versus our old business. We're excited about it. Even we're going through a bit of a valley right now, but, you know, we have this confidence and the strength that we'll be able to pull through it because I think we're in a better season of life. So yeah, I think that, you know, the focus on mental health these days, I think is very, very important to help people to understand their journey, to give themselves grace. Like uh, I just saw a tweet recently about someone saying, you know, you may not have reached all the milestones that's expected of you from society, you know, in our, um, in our context, being Indian, oftentimes, it's, you know, people get married early in, in life, and you know, in their 20s, and we got married when we were 30. And just giving yourself grace to understand that things may be different for you than what's your what's expected of you. I think it's very important, especially with International Women's Day, because I feel like that's a that's a tough um, 
component, which is there's a lot of expectations from society on women, uh, whether it's in business or in life as a whole. So um, anything else? I mean, uh, we are coming to the end of our time for this first podcast. I hope we'll be able to dive more into first business, kind of like all that that meant. Um, I think a lot of people haven't talked too much about um, doing business with family, right? Like as a husband and Ooh, yeah, touchy subject. it is a touchy subject, <laughs> um, but as a couple, you know, the stresses that it brings into your marriage, um, I was speaking to someone uh, just this weekend about that at a marriage conference about how you bring all those stresses into your marriage. And if you don't learn to deal with those things, it can, you know, be a huge stress on, on the marriage and that impacts children as well. And, you know, the future generation. So um, I think that's a part that hasn't been talked about a lot. I think a lot of stuff around startup founders is kind of focused on the younger crowd. And that's not a, that's not a bad thing. It's, you know, absolutely needed. But also, I think that there may be a space to talk about people in their 30s, in their 40s. Yeah, I, I, I think the, the term startup um, sometimes, you know, automatically gets equated to, oh, you must be in your 20s, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and that was definitely not true for the both of us. And so they were, again, it brings me back to my favorite word, seasons, yeah. seasons in life, because we were experiencing different seasons of growth um, in our marriage at the same time, while we were exploring entrepreneurship together for the first time. So a lot of firsts happening at the same time. Um, and so, yes, um, I think in a uh, future podcast, I think definitely um, dive into, you know, why we are a purpose-driven business um, and, you know, what are some of those lessons learned from the first time around right. um, and hopefully we can build on it. Yeah. And as, as we close, you know, just to, to, to dive a little bit more into your career, you know, after we close that first business, I love what you said about your uh, next job, which was as a, um, as a uh, small business uh, development center director, the SBDC director for a very large um, incubator downtown. And you used to joke that we basically, you, you basically had a job telling people not to do what we did before. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So um, I think those learnings, you know, it's, it's great that we went through it, um, or it didn't feel great at the time. But I, I think it really made us stronger, made our marriage stronger, made us stronger as a whole, um, which is why I think we don't panic right now when it comes to the business. And let's say things aren't flying off the shelf or whatever, it is still, you know, this, this too shall pass. So um, I think it's important that we pass that on. So for those of you who are listening, who have, um, you know, who have uh, a depth of experience in whatever field it may be, or whether it's entrepreneurship, I'd encourage you to go and find ways to invest that back into the next generation, to the community, um, rather than just keeping those learnings for yourself. So I hope that we'll be able to also meet some of our founders in, in future podcasts as well. Um, they are um, incredibly interesting, awesome people, um, and I'd love to share that uh, their stories with you, you all as well. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast, and uh, thank you, Merle. Um, You know, I, I think it's very important that... Uh, people understand the face behind the name, right? And so Merle writes, you know, if you, if you hear, if you feel like there's two different voices on our social media, sometimes it's because either Merle does it or I do it. Um, but yes, we're deeply involved in the business and we, we are, we believe in this, in this business. So I hope you'll join us for the journey. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next.